Happy Monday morning. It is AJ and McCall on Utah's VFX. AJ is out sick this morning. He will be back in tomorrow morning. He's got to go to the doctor and he's he's good. He's good. Uh, I stumbled across a story that is a little bit, I'd say, interesting. So there is a hair salon in England that has recently put up an ad for a new stylist. And you know when you go to the hairstylist, you go to the hair salon, you got to find somebody that you can trust. you got to find somebody that is going to obviously be able to totally uplift your mood. And they had to change one of the job requirements because it was, I guess, discriminatory is what they're saying. Um, the job requirement is for people to be happy. So the job center told them, you can't put that in your ad. You can't say that people need to be happy in order to work here, which was kind of weird, to be honest. They say it's a busy, friendly, small salon, so only happy, friendly stylists need apply. And they had to change it. I I, I don't understand. I think that it is a requirement to be Happy. Obviously, you you have to feel your own feelings, but when you're in the job, you got to have the right mentality about like changing somebody's hair. You can't be like, "Hey, please come over to my, uh, please come over to my chair. I'm going to change your whole entire hair up." No, absolutely not. Now, when it comes to a lot of the lingo that people are using these days, I don't get basically any of it. Hey, AJ and McCall on Utah's VFX. AJ is out today. He will be back tomorrow. However, I found this brand new uh, word. It's called a swuggler. And I was a little bit nervous to even say it in the first place. However, it's not anything bad. It's actually kind of impressive. There was a guy, a fifth grade teacher, who set a world record for swuggling, which is just juggling while swimming in Oregon. And I watched the video and I am incredibly impressed. So basically what happened is this guy went swimming on his back and was just like juggling as he's doing like a, I don't know, backstroke or something. I I don't know swimming terms. Okay. But he caught five tennis balls 101 times without interruption, which is very impressive because I can't even do that. Like walking forward or just standing or just doing anything. But like speaking of random Guinness world records that have been set, there is a hundred year old man named Bill Lambert who just became the oldest scuba diver in the history of the world. So he stayed underwater for more than 20 minutes. This happened in Illinois and he plans to break his own record next year which is very very impressive people are out here breaking Guinness World Records and I'm just grateful that I made it to work on time this morning we've got your choice up for grabs today food or fun if you can catch the criminal from Florida it's Florida or not with AJ Ann McCall on Utah's VFX headline number one Lady Furious Because she wasn't allowed to bring her cat into the gym. So what did she do? Obviously, she got naked and started working out. I don't know how that's a solution, but I guess that was her creative solution. We got headline number two, which involves a lady that got busted for cutting off her own hand for insurance money. I don't even know how you wrap your head around that one. Like, how is that the best of the best choices? Okay. And then headline number three. Some guy got caught impersonating a cop after he... Pulled over a real off-duty cop. Geniuses. Just just a load of geniuses today. Miss Katie, on a scale of like one to five, how confident are you that people, I don't know, maybe shouldn't bring their animals into the gym? I'm a solid five. Okay, I would agree with you on that. So that makes story number one even more ridiculous. That involves a lady who was furious because she wasn't allowed to bring 
her cat into the gym. So the only solution here was that she wanted to strip down naked and start working out. I don't know that I can even wrap my head around this. I know, right? There's story one. Then we got story number two. That involved a 22-year-old lady who was busted for intentionally cutting off her left hand for insurance money. Now, I'm assuming she cut off the left hand because she is right-handed. I don't know that, though. They were looking for a total of $1.2 million, and they would have got away with it, too, if her boyfriend hadn't been looking up the day before prosthetic hands. I don't understand people, okay? And then story number three. Some guy impersonated a cop. I don't know why, if he was getting a thrill out of it or what the deal was, but he got arrested after he pulled over a real off-duty cop. I don't know how this guy thought he could get away with it. Nothing in this story makes any sense whatsoever. Did he really think if he flipped on his little woo that it would go well? Is this a thrill-seeking type situation? I don't really know. So, Katie, where AJ is gone, you get the final say on this. Which of the three crazy stories do you think is from Florida? Uh, I'll go. I'll go one. I'm so sorry, Katie. It is not number one. That one actually happened in Taiwan, of all places. Oh, my God. I know. I'm so sorry. Better luck next time you can play again tomorrow morning at 6.50. But Katie's loss is your chance to win. Chuck is on the line. My friend, we have two remaining crazy stories. You just got to pick one of the two of them, and you could be on your way to go golfing or on your way to Johnny O's Spud Nuts. What do you think? Okay. Okay, great. So we have story number two, which involves a 22-year-old lady that was busted for intentionally cutting off her left hand for the insurance money. I don't think I can even wrap my head around what this lady was thinking. I don't know either. I think... Maybe she was thinking $1.2 million sounded great, but obviously wasn't thinking through the whole thing because uh, a few days before the accident, her boyfriend had searched online how artificial hands work, which ended up proving that she was not, uh, you know, not actually chopping off her hand on accident. It was totally planned. And then we got story number three, which involves a guy impersonating a cop, and he thought it was a great idea to pull over an actual cop. Now, he had the little, like, cheap lights that you can buy on the internet, right? And you go through and you just woo-woo them. Anyway, he ended up getting in trouble because he pulled over this off-duty cop and the cop was like, that's not how this goes at all, my friend. So there you go, Chuck. There are your two remaining crazy stories. Story number two and story number three. Which one do you think it is? Let's go with story three. Story number three, Chuck, congratulations. It was story number three, actually. So you are going to win either a gift card to Johnny O's Spud Nuts or nine holes of golf to Logan River Golf Course. Your choice. Hang on the line for just a second. We'll grab some info from you, okay? <laughs> All right. Thanks a lot. You're so welcome. Now, we got to get to one of the craziest stories, not necessarily that could be involved in Florida, but involves parrots and involves hot air balloons. Did you know? Apparently, uh, parrots are afraid of hot air balloons. This is something that I just found out because a hot air balloon company was just ordered to cough up $80,000 at one of its first contraptions because it, it scared three parrots to death, which is actually terrifying. Now, I guess they experienced fatal levels of stress because the hot air balloon sailed past their cage while firing up its main burner, made some sort of a noisy, noisy noise and ended up killing the three birds, which is 
honestly devastating. Now, I'm looking at the prices on these birds. They say uh, one of them was worth $50,000 and one of them was worth $1,500. I just can't even imagine. You know, you think about how terrifying it must be for this itty bitty little animal to see this gigantic thing like, oh my gosh, look, is that like a mothership or what? what is going on? I'm just, I'm so sad about it. I really, 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 really am so sad about it. Speaking of things I'm sad about, how about terrible parking? Because we got a lot of it in the valley and we want to clean it up two parking spots at a time. There is nothing I hate more than rolling up on a parking lot and not being able to find a parking spot because some jack wagon double parked. Hey, it's AJ and McCall on Utah's VFX. AJ is out this morning. However, he will be back tomorrow, but we have to figure out which parking spot is the worst parking spot in the entire valley with Park Narks. Now, this happens every Monday. This is about 7.30. We end up finding our nominees, picking the worst nominee, and throughout the week, people have to vote on which parking spot is the absolute worst. Now, the two nominees that we've got today, number one, it looks like there is a, uh, I don't know what kind of car that is, maybe an Acadia or something, trying to get really, really close to another SUV. And nominee number one is named what if we kissed right now? Because that's what it looks like, okay? Like, all of the parking spots are horizontal, and this, like, Acadia has come in at a vertical angle. Basically, if if there were parking spots right there, they'd probably be taking up four or five parking spots. I can't, I really can't tell, okay? And then we got nominee number two, which is a, looks like a Ford Focus that is double parked next to a cart stall. I do not understand this double parking next to cart stalls. If you're going to double park anywhere, I mean, park clear at the back. But why are people double parking next to park stalls? Okay. And it has two clovers on the back. So number two is rightfully named double the clovers, double the luck, double the spots. Because I don't know how else they would be justifying double parking right now, other than that they are extra, extra lucky or something. You can vote all week long for which parking spot is the worst because the winning narker, not the parker, we're not nominating, we're not, we're not rewarding the parker for doing a terrible job. The winning narker is going to win a gift card to Apple Spice. Their dine-in is now open daily 8 until 3. Takeout and delivery is always available. They also, since they do delivery, they are a huge supporter of Park Narks because they don't want your car to get dinged, okay? They'll come to you. They'll bring you some delicious food. Whatever you may be looking for, you can check out their full menu and order online, applespice.com. Make your vote count across all social media at Utah's VFX right now for Park Narks. Speaking of some ridiculous things with cars, we got to talk a little bit about vanity plates because I realized growing up that this was something that I wanted and I wasn't really sure now why, why I wanted this. You know, growing up, you have these big thoughts about what your life is going to be like when you're an adult, right? Hey, it's AJ and McCall on Utah's VFX. AJ is out this morning. He will be back tomorrow. But one of the things that I had thought of as I was growing up was that I wanted one of those vanity plates. You know, I was going to drive a red bug because I thought they were adorable. I was going to put, man, this makes me feel so dumb. I was going to put black dots all over the place, right? So it was like a ladybug, right? And then on the back plate, I was going to get one of those vanity plates that said fly away, I think was what the word was going to be on it. So the around the plate was going to say ladybug, ladybug, fly away home. And I was like, this... This is the most creative thing that I have ever come up with. Wow. I am a genius. 
again, I think I was like eight or nine years old, but I was like, I was going to save up for it because I knew that it cost a little bit extra to get that vanity plate. But I was like, that is just a little bit extra that I need for my own self because that's just the kind of person that I am. I'm a little bit extra. I'm a little bit over the top. And I was living for this idea. I mean, everything in life can be personalized if you really want it to. So why wouldn't you? I don't know. I look back now and I think I was an absolute idiot about it. But I want to know, have you ever thought maybe I'd get a vanity plate or maybe you do have a vanity plate? What's the inspiration behind it? And what do you think of people that do have vanity plates? I discovered that if you don't want to wait at a stop sign or stoplight, stop signs, it's not going to work. But at a stoplight, you just need to bring your garage door opener. Now, I didn't think that this was a real thing. I didn't. But then I had a friend who I was sitting in their car with them. And as we got up to the stoplight, it took forever. And they reached up and they clicked their little clicker to open their garage door. And wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. There changed the stoplight. I was shocked. I really was. I don't know. Maybe maybe somebody can try it right now if you're out. Because obviously I'm not driving. Um, but I would love to know if it works for you. If you use your little garage door clicker and see if the light will change. If you can control it just from inside of your car. Now before somebody calls me and says, McCall, that's illegal. Okay then uh, I'm not persuading you to try this. This was just your own thought. I just happened to uh, stumble across it and it just uh, maybe enhanced it a little bit. But seriously, like if you try it, let me know, please. You know, AJ and I get asked like all the time, when are we having kids? But with that being said, and AJ and I, neither one of us having kids, we get to speak out on a couple of different subjects every once in a while. And one of them happens to be with our good friend, Kyle. Now, Kyle, tell me what's going on, friend. So I have a, a two-year-old daughter, and she's actually kind of obsessed with phones. Like She sees my wife and I talking on it all the time. So she'll grab our phones and she'll mimic the behavior, right? Like she'll grab it, put it up to her ear, walk around and just be like, blah, 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 all around the house. Yeah. She even goes to my old phone case and will grab that and treat it like a phone. So my mom was babysitting her the other day and my daughter got messy. So she ended up giving her a bath. Well, my mom sat her phone on the toilet right next to the tub because she was playing bath time music. My daughter then grabbed my mom's phone, and when she went to put it to her ear, it slipped out of her hand, and it fell in the tub. Oh, no. Well, insurance doesn't cover water damage for my mom's brand-new iPhone. Right. So my mom is now expecting me to pay her back for a new phone, even though she was the one who left it there, and it was under her watch. She, because, well, it's our kid, and I can't be paying for a brand new iPhone right now. I don't have that kind of money. I'm still rocking a, a, a an iPhone 7. How am I liable for this? Am I liable for this? Am I supposed to pay her any money? Honestly, I don't know what to tell you. Thank you, Kyle, for calling in. If you've got an opinion on this, you can always text us 68255. Just start your text with VFX or you can call 435-787-0945. Honestly, Kyle, I don't know where I sit. I don't think that you owe your mom a brand new phone because, yes, it was in her watch that she should have been like watching for the phone. But then again, I don't know. Honestly, I don't have kids. What do you pay your 
parents. It's AJ and McCall on Utah's VFX with the Crumble Debate at 8. They've got absolutely delicious cookies. This week's cookie flavors are carrot cake, strawberry pop-tart, pumpkin Oreo, buckeye brownie, and of course their chilled sugar and soft chocolate chip cookies. Delicious, delicious next to Sam's Club in Logan and in Brigham City just east of Walmart. Now we had the conversation from Kyle who called in, said his daughter dropped his mom's phone in the bathtub as they were kind of playing around and asked if he was responsible for paying her back for her phone that got destroyed because his daughter dropped it in the bathtub. His mom says yes. He says no because she should have been watching. Honestly, I'm somewhere in the middle with it. I think that you could pitch in for it. However, I do think that she should have been watching and paying attention to make sure that the phone didn't get dropped in. Thankfully, the good news is is that the, the kid's okay, right? That's the point. Is the baby okay? Is the baby safe? Yes. I just want to know, what should you be paying your parents for, though? Like, do you pay your parents for babysitting? I have no idea. I have no kids, so I have no idea where it comes. Uh, From time to time, there are a lot of people who will ask whether or not they should be paying their parents. And from what I found on the Internet, it says it depends. Are you asking your parents to provide childcare in place of regular daycare? If you are, then yes, your parents should be paid. After all, she could be working or making money. Instead, she's providing you with a service and giving your child a loving, secure start in life. Being with your child is her job is what it says. And so that's what you you should be doing. It says, if she doesn't need money or refuses money, you should at least be helping in other ways, like providing your, your child's lunch or snacks each and every day, getting her a membership to something that she could do with your with your child, like to a museum or a zoo, obviously, depending on what's going on with, with the Rona. You can go from there and making sure she knows how much you value your help. Regardless, whatever the case is, please, can we be appreciative of the parents that are stepping in and doing doing the job to help you out with your own children. Um, that I think that's priority number one is to be making sure that you are telling your parents how grateful you are for them. I mean, heck, you could even go to Crumble and go get them a, a gift card or something because it's absolutely delicious. The possibility of you being cheap. And I know lots of people get uncomfortable with this, but there was somebody who was too cheap to spend $70 on the correct permitting to be able to bring back a YSL bag from Australia. And they didn't spend the $70. And so their $26,000 purse got destroyed. $26,000. All because you didn't want to pay the $70 for it. I know I get really cheap when it comes to things like, I don't know, shipping. Like if something is not free shipping, I'm probably not buying it. It doesn't matter if the shipping is $2. It doesn't matter if the price tag on the thing is $25 and it has free shipping. If the price is $23 and it's $2 for shipping, it will be the same exact price, but I'm not. I am not spending the money on shipping. Ew. I don't like that at all. What's something that you're too cheap for? You can text us 68255. Just start your text with VFX. And maybe, just maybe, it happens to be shipping. Maybe it happens to be buying more expensive gas. You know, like you're talking premium or you're talking mid-grade or whatever. You just go with the cheaper stuff.
Sometimes the AJ and McCall show solves some squabbles. And that's what we're doing right now. It's AJ McCall on Utah's VFX. AJ is out today. He will be back in tomorrow, though. And we received a message trying to figure out whether or not someone is the jerk. Here's how the message goes. I know I'm going to sound like I'm complaining about first world problems here, but I'm really annoyed with my roommate. She's constantly changing the thermostat to 68 degrees and she makes the place Freezing. I've asked her several times to not put it below 72 degrees, but she keeps doing it. Now, I'm the one that pays the electric bill. She pays for water and internet, but I pay about $100 a, bu- a month more than she does when it comes to all the bills. Now, that's a different story for a different time, but the other night, the thermostat was on 68 degrees again. So I knocked on her door and I asked her why she put it down so low, and she completely acted like she had no idea what I was talking about. It happened two nights later, and I woke up to a free apartment. Again, I knocked on the door and asked, why are you lowering the thermostat? She says, I didn't do it and then got really mad at me when I didn't believe her. Now, her name's not on the lease, so I guess I could just kick her out, but am I the jerk if I do that? Signed anonymous. They want to keep it anonymous. Totally get that, okay? I think that your roommate should not be changing the thermostat, obviously, if you are the one that is paying for the bill. And maybe if you're renting, which it sounds like you are, you should probably just, uh, I don't know, put like a box over it. We've got a box at the station at work that sometimes gets locked. It hasn't been locked recently. And we have a couple of people that will go over and change the thermostat. And then when they change the thermostat, we ask them, why are you changing the thermostat? And they go, oh, I didn't do that. So I kind of feel your pain at this point. Now, I'm not paying for the bill. However, maybe you uh, maybe you see for a creative solution, you just see if they'll pay the bill instead. Maybe you guys switch it around a little bit. I don't know, rather than kick her out. But you could kick her out if her name's not on the lease. You know, AJ and I get into arguments a lot. See AJ McCall show on Utah's VFX. AJ is out today, so I have free reign to be able to tell you some of the things that we argue about the most. And it actually involves technology rules, which I didn't think that I would ever have to get into an argument with AJ about. And yet here we are. One of the rules involves uh, once you and your roommates separate and you go to separate homes, you can share streaming accounts for a grace period of one year. If the uh, password belongs to an ex, the grace period shrinks to a month, though. So I guess that's something that you can pay attention to. Another one, at least one of your dating profiles should depict you with a recent haircut holding up a newspaper. I had no idea that was a thing. You can do it, then you can prove that you are the same person. I've had a couple of friends, actually, that have gotten in trouble for using old old photos saying that they're quote catfishing and in reality I don't think that they're catfishing I think that they're just good pictures and some people over the course of years don't change right some people say you don't need to wave goodbye at the end of a zoom call that is one of the technology rules of the year 2020 because we didn't realize we were going to be doing that however if somebody does wave at the end of a zoom call you reciprocate okay your wrist can rest later it it will be okay you can use video doorbells to ward off porch pirates document all the cute animals that wander into your yard but you cannot use them to spy on your only mildly sinful neighbors. Okay, don't post it on Twitter. Don't say, oh my gosh, look who's over at so-and-so's house now. 
That's not okay. Okay. 21 rules for the tech era. Another one. No phones at the dinner table. Yes, you can designate a table captain to keep one close by in case no one can remember the name of that guy from that one movie. Also very important to know the name of that guy from that one movie. And if you ever met anyone named Alexa, you are not allowed to own an Amazon Echo. That's just, I don't make the rules. This is just how it goes. If you've met someone named Google, though, the cyborg era has begun. And now you know. I may have ran into a slight hiccup this morning. It's AJ McCall on Utah's VFX. AJ is out today. He will be back in tomorrow. Now, there was a, a thing that was trending on Twitter over the weekend that made Chris Evans kind of panic a lot because it was uh, him and a picture that probably shouldn't have uh, gone viral, but it did because Twitter was a buzz about it yesterday. Now, I got a notification this morning when I tried to log into my Twitter account that my Twitter account had been logged into by some guy in New Jersey. Well, I said guy, just somebody. Somebody in New Jersey had logged into my Twitter account and I was thinking about it. I was like, I don't think I know anybody in New Jersey. So then I panicked and then I changed my password and everything. But it made me think a little bit. Okay, how how in the world did my Twitter password get compromised to somebody in New Jersey and why would they want my Twitter? Like I have 300 followers max. So if you ended up getting a notification, a message, a comment, a, a post from me or something, maybe you saw something that was inappropriate. Uh, I didn't do it. I mean, it doesn't look like there's anything on my Twitter right now, but makes me panic a little bit. How often do you change your passwords? It made me go through and literally change all of my passwords on everything because now I'm panicked. I don't want my stuff to get hacked. I don't want my stuff to get shared across the internet. Not that I have anything embarrassing to share, but still, don't take my stuff, okay? It's my stuff. VFX's Facebook roulette. It's how we end every day with AJ and McCall on Utah's VFX. And all you got to do is add AJ Knight and add McCall Taylor across Facebook. And you go through and we will scroll and we will look to see what the best thing we can find on the internet is. Scroll and we scroll and we scroll and we stop. And I landed on my friend Meredith's post and it's going to win by uh, default because AJ's not here. So, yay, I'm excited. Congratulations, Meredith. This one says one minute you're young and free and the next minute you're super excited and your grocery order had no substitution or out of stock items. And I've never related to something so hard in my entire life. So how this is going to work. I'm going to like, I'm going to comment, I'm going to share this post onto the VFX Facebook page. And it gets tagged with hashtag VFX Facebook Roulette. It's very, very simple. Now, if you missed any of the podcasts, they will be available later today across all, all of the uh, podcasting platforms. Just search AJ and McCall, search Utah's VFX, whether you missed Florida or not. Today was a doozy, my friends. If you missed the debated eight, which involved our good friend Kyle, whose daughter ruined a cell phone. And is he responsible for it or not? Just search for AJ McCall anywhere podcasts are. Be sure to follow us on all social media at Utah's VFX. You never know when your next chance to win is going to be. We are going to be giving away Serenoni blankets. We have your chance to win all sorts of prizes as well. Plus, be sure to log on to utahsvfx.com to get signed up for the Preps Pick'em Contest presented by the Logo Shop. We got a $100 gift card up for grabs to McDonald's this week. And we also got a uh, special new giveaway for Visit Salt Lake. Your chance to have a 
a lovely little getaway to Salt Lake from your friends at Visit Salt Lake. All of those details, utahsvfx.com. Have a fantastic, a safe, a beautiful rest of your Monday. And until tomorrow for the AJ and McCall Show, don't do anything we wouldn't do. And thanks for listening to VFX.